This is your host, Victoria, and in today's episode, we are starting a new series all about fear. This is going to be a four-part series about different types of fear, why they stand in our way, what they look like, and ultimately what we can do about them. Today's episode, we are starting with the fear of the unknown. As usual, I would absolutely love to know where in the world you are, what your environment looks like, what your surroundings look like right now as you listen to this episode so that I can feel like I'm right there with you. So please take a quick picture of where you're at right now and tag me on Instagram at Victoria Sardane. I would absolutely love to see. Enjoy. Welcome to the Victoria Sardane podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? guys, today we are starting a new four-part series all about fear, where for four weeks we're going to be tapping into different types of fear, what they look like, why they stand in our way, and ultimately what we can do about them to really overcome these fears. So we're starting this week with the fear of the unknown, and this fear is kind of all-encompassing. It takes into account all of the fears that we're going to be talking about over the next four weeks, which is why I specifically wanted to start with this one. Next week, we're going to be talking about the fear of failure, the following week, the fear of rejection, and ultimately the fear of success. And these fears are all unique in their own way. They all have their different reason for being to a certain extent. They all have a different time or different patterns in which they tend to show up, creep up. And there are different ways that we can actually deal with each of these fears individually once we ultimately understand and are truly able to unpick what this specific fear is. So we often talk about fear in general in the realm of coaching, in the realm of personal development. We talk about overcoming fear, but I really believe that it's important to actually understand what is the fear of what kind of fear and this is something that i do with my clients a lot when i sense that maybe there's a fear standing in the way we really unpick not only what is specifically is this fear of but what kind of fear is it a fear of the unknown is it a fear of failure is it a fear of rejection is it a fear of success and depending on the kind of fear then we actually unpick it in a different way So hopefully this four-part series will really help you in your personal life to maybe understand the fears that you've handled or dealt with or noticed in the past, and maybe even fears that you are facing right now. And it will hopefully also guide you through how you can understand it better and ultimately overcome it as well. So as I said, this week we're speaking about the fear of the unknown, which is a rather all-encompassing fear, as in when we talk about the fear of the unknown, it's very related to all the other kind of fears we will be talking about over the next four weeks. So this is why this is really the first one to kind of lay the foundations, and then each of the following fears will kind of stem from this one. So why do we sense the fear of the unknown? Well, When we think about it relatively logically, it makes sense that we've evolved to be really wary of what lurks beyond. 
We've evolved to be wary of what lurks in the dark forest at night when we can't see anything, right? Because this fear of the unknown is what has kept us safe. It's really what's allowed us to stay in some type of a comfort zone, right? In the zone of what we know in order to avoid what we don't. Because if we think back to more primitive human beings, well, we were living in a world of absolute chaos. It was a world where the environment and nature was harsh and we were dealing with difficult weather and challenging times and famine and drought. And ultimately we were subjects to our environment. The environment around us was absolute chaos and we were fragile in this environment. We needed to do everything we could to stay as safe as possible. Simply finding food was a challenge. Simply being able to have enough to eat was a challenge. These simple facts of being that we now take for granted back in the day were an absolute challenge, right? So staying safe was the most important thing that we needed to do. Everything around us ultimately acted against us. So the benefit of staying safe and remaining in the world of the known was way more important than the potential risk of staying stagnant, of staying stuck and not necessarily growing or learning or moving into something new. And this is of course completely different nowadays, right? Nowadays we're safe, right? For the most part, we have drinking water, we have access to food, we have a roof over our head. We don't need to worry about a storm coming in and blowing our house away, right? So for the most part, we're very safe. So this fear still comes back because we've evolved with this fear. But nowadays, the ratio of the benefit of staying safe versus the risk of remaining stagnant isn't the same as what it was. So our environment has changed so much and our way of living has changed so much, but this fear has remained as part of really who we are and how our brains work. So it's very normal that this fear comes in, right? And it's really our job to understand it, to notice it. However, of course, it can actually stand in our way. Whereas back in the day, it was saving us from a wolf lurking in the dark forest at night. Nowadays, maybe it's actually just stopping us from chasing what it is that we really want. So let's look into what this fear actually looks like, this specific fear of the unknown, and how can we notice this fear when it shows up in our life. So this fear comes in when we are currently on a path or let's say on a trajectory towards something, but we feel maybe a little dissatisfaction or maybe a little quiet want towards something else, something new, something different. And this is where the fear comes in. We might be debating between staying on the path we're on or trying something else. And that fear really tells us, no, 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 the something else, the something new is unknown. It's something that's out of our comfort zone. Right now, you're comfortable. Why don't you just stay in your comfort zone? That'll just be easier. That way we know that you're not going to risk your life and you're not going to be eaten by a wolf. At the same time, as I said before, life is different now. The risk of actually being eaten by a wolf is, is very low, but maybe the risk of depression or unsatisfaction from staying in, let's say, you know, classic example, a job that we're not satisfied with, well, that's actually a bit higher than the risk of getting eaten by a wolf, right? So it's really something that comes in when we're 
in the known, we're on a path, we're on a trajectory that we know, that we understand, but there's something driving us, pulling us. We're tickling our intrigue, our curiosity about something different, something new. And this is when the fear of the unknown kicks in. So I'm gonna go through two examples. One is a client example and one is a personal example of how this fear can show up. So with a client recently, we were talking about how she was in a big state of indecision. She couldn't decide on whether she wanted to remain in her studies, which were studies that she kind of fell into. It felt like it was something that kind of happened to her that she didn't necessarily willingly choose and she wasn't sure if it was really what she wanted to do or taking some time off to go traveling because traveling is something that she had always wanted to do. It was something that she had planned before COVID hit and it felt like there was something out there for her. It felt like this was what she needed to develop her personal self or her internal self, but she essentially felt fear, right? And that's the fear of the unknown. It was the fear of I've never traveled by myself. I've never done this. I don't even know what that would look like. I don't even know. Maybe it would be a waste of time and money. Maybe I would come back and I wouldn't have any more insight and I would not have grown in the way that I think I might. But maybe I will or maybe I won't. Should I stay in my studies or should I go? A personal example would be when my boyfriend and I knew that we wanted to leave Berlin last year and we were trying to think about okay what would be the best solution should he look for a job in europe and then we would stay in europe or should we look for a job elsewhere something that would feel like a little bit more of an adventure and within that there was kind of this feeling of being torn and this was specifically for me from a work standpoint so i knew that ultimately what i wanted to do was go elsewhere I've grown up internationally and moved around a lot my whole life and I had been in Europe for about seven years and I just wanted something new, I wanted something different and I wanted to go, I wanted to travel, I wanted to go on an adventure. But when it came to work, I knew that my clientele was based in Switzerland, I built my business in Switzerland. Is this something I could do elsewhere? Would it completely flop and fail? Would my clients still want to work with me if I'm not living in Europe? Would it even be possible, right? So these were questions that were coming in my head. And ultimately, once again, I knew what I wanted, but it was really this fear of the unknown. Because if we were to stay in Europe, I knew what that would look like. I knew where I could bring my business and how I could potentially grow. But if we were to go elsewhere, I didn't know what that would really look like. And that was really a fear of the unknown. What I'm gonna go through now are six points, six reflections or questions or things to think about if you have the feeling that you are currently faced with a fear of the unknown. The first one, really simple, and this goes with all and any kind of fear or any kind of emotion really, is noticing it as something external. So not letting the fear become who you are, not saying I am afraid, but noticing it as something completely outside of you as though it was a wave brushing through you or a cloud passing through you. So speaking of it really as something outside of you, maybe saying, I notice the fear of the unknown creeping in, or I notice the fear of the unknown coming through me right now, or I notice the fear of the unknown finding its way into my mind. But it is not that you 
are afraid of the unknown or that you are an afraid person or that you are currently afraid, but it's really seeing it as something external. As I said at the beginning, this is something that we have evolved with. It's something that's incredibly normal. It's something that's evolved with us as a way of saving us. So really notice it. Okay, this fear of the unknown, it's creeping in. I notice it, right? And then maybe even asking, what does it look like? What does it feel like? Seeing it as something extremely external, it is not part of you. Number two, why is it coming in? What is it really trying to save you from? As I said at the beginning, this is not something that we need to abolish or completely get rid of. A lot of the time it's saving us. And even if the risk of being eaten by a wolf is minimal, but there are still other things to be afraid of, ultimately, right? And we'll go through some more of these different fears in other episodes as well, but the fear of failure, if I go back to my example, of course there's something it was trying to save me from. The fear of what if I move outside of Europe and ultimately my business flunks and I can no longer live through my passion, I can no longer serve my clients. What if that were to happen? So there's a reason why it's coming in. And it's important to notice it and to accept it and to acknowledge it. Number three is to really contest both sides of what if you were to completely overcome this fear and go to the other side of it? What if you were to step into the unknown and really notice what would be the worst and what would be the best potential? So what we're afraid of when we're feeling this fear of the unknown is that we're afraid of the magic box the mystery box with a big question mark on it because anything can pop out. It can be the Prince Charming as much as it can be the fiery dragon, right? It can be anything. So that's what we're afraid of. We don't know what's going to pop out. So how can we render the unknown known? Something that's incredible with the human mind is that we can literally turn something fictitious, something in our imagination, something in our mind, we can turn it into reality because we know that our thoughts create our emotions. So you can simply think about something and have a genuine emotional response to it. And if you're having a genuine emotional response to it and it's taking over the physiology of your body, then has it not just become real? Right? So let's, in this third point, contest both sides. Weigh up both sides. Look at both sides. Think about specifically what that would look like. From my personal example, I really had to think, okay, well, you know what? What if we do move abroad and it completely does not work out? Clients in Europe no longer want to work with me and I'm unable to find clients over here. It's a possibility. And I did speak about this with my boyfriend and we thought about, okay, well, you know what? In that situation, maybe I'm going back and forth more. Maybe I'm spending half the year over there. Maybe I actually end up moving back. I don't know. But really trying to turn the unknown into something known and thinking about what would be the quote unquote worst situation, but then also thinking about, well, what would be the best? What would happen if I were able to find completely new opportunities here? What would that look like? So really thinking about both sides thinking both about the worst, both about the best, and ultimately rendering the unknown known. And often we think that thinking about the worst case will make things worse, but often it doesn't because even the worst known is better than the unknown. Because in the unknown, it can be the worst, but what if it's even worse than the worst? 
But when we can logically turn it into the known, we know that there's only so bad it can get before we know that we will step in and find a way to make it better. So that's number three. Number four would be actually touching into the opposite option. What if you were to completely feed into this fear and never step a foot into the unknown? What if you spent the rest of your life in the known? What would that look like? Where would that actually lead you in the long run? Because a lot of the time, when we feel this fear of the unknown, we want to stay in the known right now, but what does the future of the known look like? And once again, turning that into the known. And sometimes when we think about staying stuck in the known, never stepping a foot out, that's almost scarier than the alternative. So that is number four. Number five is, are you moving towards or away? And let me explain this a little bit further. Helena Heftywenger, who's a Wim Hof Method instructor and a coach, came to speak at my brunch club event. This was in September 2020 in Lausanne. And I actually have a podcast interview with her all about the Wim Hof Method. So I'll link that in the show notes below if you want to have a listen. But during this specific event, we were talking a lot about fear. And I had asked her, how do you know if a fear is a red flag telling you you shouldn't do something and it's your subconscious really telling you don't do it or if it's something that you actually need to overcome? And her response was actually, you know what? It's very simple. The thing that you're afraid of, are you doing it to move towards something or away from something. So she gave the example of a relationship, right? Let's say you're thinking about ending a relationship. Are you running away from a problem within the relationship? Or are you moving towards what you think, I don't know, not being in the relationship would be able to give you? If I were to take my client example that I mentioned previously, is she moving towards traveling as a way to build and grow herself? Or is she actually thinking about traveling as a way of running away from studies that maybe she doesn't know if they're for her, she doesn't want to complete them, she maybe isn't sure if she's good enough, or maybe there's even a fear of failure within her studies? So that's a really simple question, yet as simple as it is, sometimes it's not necessarily easy to answer. But when we really ask ourselves, am I moving towards or away? Is it a feeling or an energy or a force of pulling or pushing? What is it? And this leads quite well into my sixth point, which is if you are feeling this fear of the unknown and you don't know, is it because the unknown is too scary and I shouldn't go in there? Or is it because it's what I absolutely need to do? And the sixth point is, what do you know that you need to do? And I say this to all of my clients all the time. You have all of the answers within you. My role as a coach is simply to ask you the questions to make you realize the things that you've always known or that you do know. They're maybe just under the surface. Maybe you haven't fully acknowledged them. Maybe you haven't fully accepted them. Maybe you haven't allowed yourself to realize them. So that is the sixth point. What do you know that you need 
to do. Find a quiet moment. Maybe sit in meditation, maybe lie down, maybe do it when you're in the car or in a train or something like that. Simply close your eyes, take a few breaths. Not if you're driving, (laughs) but in any other situation, maybe close your eyes or simply stare out into the distance and ask yourself, what do I know that I need to do? Is this fear telling me I shouldn't? Or is this fear telling me that what lurks in the unknown is exactly what I need? So I hope that that episode was interesting. I hope that it has maybe shed a little bit of light. I'd love for you to reflect a little bit. What is a moment of your life in which you have previously felt this fear of the unknown? Or is there an area of your life right now in which you're feeling this fear of the unknown? I would absolutely love to know. And you know what? If there's something that you feel like you need to do or something that's driving you towards something, but this fear of the unknown is too strong, then I really recommend that you reach out to me because this is the kind of thing that I help my clients with. We talk about it, we work through it, we peel it back. We can either do this through one-on-one coaching, through my group coaching program, the Self Mastery Solution Program. Regardless, if you reach out to me, I'd be happy to have a little chat with you and we can talk about, is coaching the right way for you to handle this fear? Maybe it is, maybe it's not. And if it is, what's the best route that we can actually go down in order to help you really decipher this fear and know if this is a red flag telling you you shouldn't or if this is a star in the distance telling you that you should. So don't be shy to reach out. My contact information will be in the show notes below. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with somebody. Maybe you know somebody who's currently in this state of fear. You never know, this might be exactly what that person needs to hear. Thanks again for listening, guys, and I will see you next week. We are talking about the fear of failure. See you then.